Welcome, everybody, to The World is a Mess, and I just want to steampunk it. This is episode 72, July 27th, 2022. I'm your host, Steampunk Star Raisin. I'm here in North Hollywood, California, and I'm here with my co-host, Daniel Burdison, and he is in Bellwood, Ontario, Canada. And, of course, I forgot to say that I am in the USA, but that should be pretty obvious, but uh, it's always good out of respect to... The fact that uh, I try not to be USA centric. Uh, anyway, what's how's it going, Daniel? What's on your mind? Uh, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, we got nothing from San Diego Comic Con. Nothing of interest. I'm kind of disappointed, but whatever. You know, well, I think just, COVID uh, COVID kind of screwed everything up. Like Black Panther two was supposed to come out sooner. Uh, WandaVision was supposed to come out sooner. It really screwed everything up, and it kind of delayed everything for a couple of years. And I know that they they announced Phase Five, Marvel Phase Five, if they were Phase Six, uh, at uh, San Diego Comic Con. But so, what was on your mind today? What did you want to talk about? Um. Hmm. Well, let's see. Um, did you know it was, there's going to be a second, uh, a Flash 2? They're working on a Flash 2. Apparently, they're well, making it. There's going to be a Flash 2 movie. Well, they haven't even finished the first one. I know, I know. And it's kind of weird. You're like, well, Ezra Miller is in, in... Is he still in jail? I think he's still in jail. Or I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't... I'm not a big fan of Ezra Miller. I don't really take note of what he's up to. Yeah, so I don't know. So now I hear, I hear uh, Ezra Miller has been fired. They're, they're yeah, fired we talked about that previously. There's not. So I don't know. Those. How are they going to do this? If, if they are going to do a, a Flash Two, a second part, like how are they going to do it? I don't know. Uh, where did you hear that he was in jail? Well, um, I assume he's in jail because I saw him being chased by the police. So I assume he's in jail. Well, I mean, I'm sure he bailed out. Yeah. Yeah, I looked here. I, I just typed in uh, Ezra Miller jail. Shows a picture of his mugshot. It says on March 27th, officers arrested the actor in Hawaii over a disorderly Patron or uh, patron call, uh, alleging Miller was yelling obscenities at a bar, grabbed a microphone from a woman, and lunged at a man playing darts. So I guess he was drunk, but that was back in March. So uh, I, I see no indication that he has been. Look up mugshots.com. Let me see if I can find uh, his criminal record on mugshots.com. Wow. Probably the problem is, is Ezra Miller is a very common name. There are a lot of people who have been arrested with the same name. Mm -hmm. But uh, I need to know, I would need to know what his what is uh, 
what his middle initial is. Ezra Miller. Okay, Ezra Matthew Miller. Okay, because Ezra Miller is a very common name, and in the United States, there's been a lot of people with that same name that have been arrested. Huh, he does not come up on mugshots.com. Maybe he's wealthy enough to prevent the public record from being released to websites like that. Uh, pending trial, pending whether he is found guilty. But uh, I don't know. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of DCEU. I've already previously said that. Uh, but yeah, so San Diego Comic Con is over with now. But. Oh, I know I wanted, I wanted to uh, talk about. Yeah, the update. This on, really on irritated me about Joe Rogan. Oh, uh, yeah. Joe Rogan made a joke about shooting homeless people. And I know that he said that he was only joking, but it's, it's not funny. And Joe Rogan, like Jordan Peterson, he seems to be a master of confusion. He says, well, I'm not a right winger. I'm not a Republican. But he went from supporting Bernie Sanders to supporting Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is a basically another Trump sicko fan. Gov- current governor of Florida has violated the Constitution many times and has passed laws suppressing the ability of teachers to even publicly disclose whether they're gay or not. Uh, suppressing information about you have to if you're a college professor you have to identify where you're liberal or conservative uh and if you identify as liberal they want to make you take a political education class it's very chilling uh ron DeSantis is just all around bad i mean and joe rogan he hangs he's friends with alex jones he's friends with the we are change guy. So he hangs out with a lot of right wingers. He has a lot of right wing friends and he's, he's all over the place. You know, it's, he bases things on emotion and what makes, what it makes him feel instead of actually looking up the conduct of these people. But yeah, I think that's entirely unacceptable for Joe Rogan to threaten or joke about threatening to shoot homeless people because they don't like the problem. Perhaps, uh, Los Angeles, what they need to do is uh, instead of spending so much extra money on cleanup crews, they need to spend extra money on low-income housing. But they can't do that because they get resistance from local communities, not my backyard. It's going to lower my property values. Uh, so you end up with a bunch of people who are considered like untouchables, very su- similar to untouchables in the Hindu caste system. And they don't want to help them. They just want to force them to shuffle around. And Joe Rogan apparently hasn't done his research. and He doesn't understand the true nature of the homeless problem. And I found that personally offensive. Um, And Ron DeSantis, like I said, between the don't say gay bill, uh, putting the tax burden on property owners instead of Disney, shifting the tax burden from Disney to property owners, um, 
when he changed Disney's tax exempt status, um, shifting uh, the burden or doing a political test for college professors, uh, passing a law stating that you can run, you know, during the Black Lives Matter protests, Ron DeSantis passed a law stating that you could run over uh, protesters and not get in trouble, which is downright fascist. Um, Human Health Services uh, data scientist was fired for reporting COVID numbers. He tried to suppress COVID numbers and she still had contacts at the Florida Department of Health. And this data scientist was threatened with her computers removed. At gunpoint, they threatened her children. Uh, Ron DeSantis is an all-around fascist, and he is slightly smarter than Donald Trump, and he's dangerous. He's just all-around dangerous. I don't understand why he's considered a leading contender for president on the Republican side, but the Republicans have been insane for a while. They've been insane for the last 20 years. But... But yeah, so what's your yeah, opinion not, about Joe crazy. Rogan? What's your opinion about Joe Rogan? He sounds crazy. Well, he's uh, the most popular podcast on Spotify. Uh, he's a mega millionaire. He's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, Joe Rogan. And he's lost touch of his roots. Net worth. Yeah, he's worth 120 million. So, you know, the hell with that guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's totally disconnected and out of touch. He uh, obviously has been influenced by all of his right wing friends. And uh, yeah, I condemn that because he has great impact and influence over people, being that he. He runs the most popular podcast in America, and it is dangerous. And the fact that he has endorsed Ron DeSantis really should tell you his true colors. I don't care if you don't identify as a Republican, Joe Rogan, or you, you don't identify as a conservative. You support conservative fascist policies, which is what you do when you support somebody like Ron DeSantis, and you, and you joke about shooting homeless people. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just... America, more cracks in American society. I mean, uh, what's your opinion about Ron DeSantis, the current governor of Florida? Wow, he, he's, uh, I don't, he doesn't sound very like a nice person. No, he's not. And he's authoritarian, he's fascist, and he's, and his decisions have gotten Floridians killed. And he jeopardized, he put at risk the lives of children all for political gain because he didn't like COVID numbers being leaked. Data. Florida data scientists. Computers.
Okay, let me uh, do a screen share here. You see that? Yeah. This was from December, December the 8th, 2020. Uh, this is NPR. Uh, it's a pretty credible news source. Uh, Florida agents raid the home of Rebecca Jones, Florida, former Florida state data scientist. Uh, Florida enforcement agents reached the home of former uh, state data scientist Rebecca Jones on Monday, entering her house with weapons drawn as they carried out a warrant as part of an investigation into unauthorized message that was sent over a state uh, communication system at 8.30 a.m. She should have never been fired. She was just trying to do her job. But yeah, I, I follow her on Twitter. I had forgotten her name, but I follow a lot of people on Twitter. But yeah. And there's, there's a chilling video. Ron DeSantis sent armed police and they, they got her and her husband and everybody to go out of the house, treated her like a criminal, seized all of her computers. That didn't stop her from posting, buying another computer and posting more data numbers. And she said that they believed that when they were seizing her computers, they were trying to see if they could do a, you know forensic research on her computer to see who she has. They're trying to do data analysis to see who she has, still has contact with at Florida Department of Human Health Services because they're trying to suppress the COVID numbers. It's stories like this that should be chilling to people. Ron DeSantis is a fascist. He's an authoritarian. He's a thug. And you should not take it from me, a former Floridian who lives in California. You should not support Ron DeSantis. We are better than that. We do not need a repeat of Donald Trump. But yeah, Ron DeSantis is he's like uh, Donald Trump mini me. He he doesn't have as big a following as Donald Trump, but he's got his own small fan base and following, and he's very authoritarian, very dangerous. Uh, I would argue that Ron DeSantis has more charisma than Trump. He comes off as more intelligent than Trump, but he's 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 all the more scary, all the more dangerous because of stories like this. This is fascism. You, 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 you suppress a data scientist, you get her fired for just doing her job, which is reporting COVID deaths in the state of Florida, because that's politically inconvenient. You get her fired. That's bad enough. Then you send armed police officers to her home. I mean, this was a year and a half ago. It's not a new story. And it's like Joe Rogan needs to do his freaking research because this is not right. And if you want this on a national level of America, it's going to be really bad. So I, you know, the 2024 presidential election is going to be a shit show. I'm going to stop sharing that. It's, it's, it's all around bad. So, but yeah, you can look up uh, Rebecca Jones, former state data scientist. Uh, she's also on Twitter. Uh, I consider her a hero for for just trying to inform people about the actual true COVID deaths. Let's see.
see. But yeah, to compare uh, um, to compare Ron DeSantis to Hitler, nineteen forty-five would not be fair because he hasn't killed that many people, but he has gotten thousands of Floridians killed. But to compare Ron DeSantis to Hitler, nineteen thirty-two, that was when Hitler was running for president of the of Germany, uh, yeah, is a, a totally fair comparison. And so Ron DeSantis has the potential of being even more dangerous than Trump and even more deadly than Trump and has the ability to uh, to end our democracy as we know it because he's passed legislation like making it legal in the state of Florida to run over protesters that you don't like. To he, He's made it uh, illegal to talk about whether you have a gay husband or or if you have a, if you're gay, he passed the don't say gay bill, uh, which is very authoritarian. He passed a law stating that college professors have to identify their uh, what political orientation they have, which should have nothing to do with education. There shouldn't be a political test to work in education. It's already hard enough to work in education. But yeah, Joe Rogan is an out-of-touch moron, and Ron DeSantis is an out-of-touch authoritarian fascist. And you have people like Marjorie Taylor Greene recently admitting, I'm a, I'm a Christian nationalist. You know who else identified as Christian nationalist? Hitler. A lot of people forget that the, the freaking Nazis were Roman Catholic. And Hitler in his speeches always talked about divine providence. You know, he felt like he was sent from God. And a lot of people forget that Hitler was actually Roman Catholic. He was close, closely politically aligned with the Pope at the time. And yeah, it's just downright scary. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen in 2024. I mean, we're losing more of our rights as time goes on. Um, you know, you basically, the Supreme Court has allowed dark money to flood the gates and, and uh, fund political campaigns. And, they, you know, they don't represent the working class or mainstream uh, politics at all. They just represent the, the wealthy elite, the top 1%. But, yeah, uh, so that's really all I have to say about Ron DeSantis and Joe Rogan. Uh, just completely unbelievable. Uh, a lot of times this world seems completely upside down. Um, I, I really don't think Joe Rogan is that good of a person because he joking about shooting homeless people and you don't even do your research about what is actually causing the homeless problem, which is the lack of affordable housing. And so we're down to, we got about 10 minutes left. So any other topics on your mind? Uh, that, you wanted to talk about the, the update on Ukraine? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know you were interested in that because you weren't even, it doesn't even make a lot of front page news anymore because the war drags on. It's,
Let me do a screen share here. All right, can you see that? Yeah, Russia, Russia, Ukraine. Russia, Ukraine war by the numbers live tracker. Here, here's the battle map. As you can see, uh, Russian forces tried to do a blitzkrieg with tanks. You see my mouse cursor? Yep. They were attacking from Belarus or and They were attacking from the north here to Kiev, and and they were trying to do a blitzkrieg with paratroopers and tanks. And the Ukrainian forces have been training, and you know they've been in an indirect conflict with Russia since 2014, when Russia occupied Crimea. Crimea is the deep red region here you see on this battle map, and Russia got their ass kicked near Kiev. But Russia has a much larger army. They have a lot more artillery. So they've, re they've pulled back all their forces from Belarus. I, I always mispronounce Belarus. I'll sometimes say Belarusia or uh, Belarus, but it's actually Belarus. My, my apologies for mispronouncing it. So the Russians pulled all their troops out into uh, Belarus and back into Russia, and then they repositioned most of their forces to the east and have taken most of the Donbass region. Uh, the only part left to take is the yellow part. And you can see these little circles here on the map. As you can see, there has been significant fighting within the last uh, 24 hours in this region. So fighting continues to go on. As you can see, the city of Maripol has been taken. Kherson has been taken. And Ukrainian forces have counterattacked, but from what I understand, this is mostly turned into an artillery war. Russia realized because uh, the Ukrainian army has been equipped with like Javelin anti-tank missiles, and they've got a lot of anti-tank weapons. They've now switched to mostly using artillery and infantry tactics, and it just it's become a battle of attrition. And yeah, Ukrainian army has lost major battles, like they lost. Maripol was surrounded, and eventually the garrison there was captured and surrendered. Uh, Kyrgyzstan was, uh, had, was captured pretty early on in the war, and they've captured most of the Donbass region, uh, uh, Luhansk and Donbass. And um, I think what's going to happen, uh, because this, there seems to be no end in sight with the uh, uh, you know, Ukraine-Russian war, uh, I think Russia is going to continue to slowly focus on the, the Luhansk and Donbass region, and they're going to capture, finish capturing the rest of this yellow region. Then they're going to focus more on central Ukraine, trying to oust uh, Ukraine out of its eastern territory. The thing that's really bad about this right here, as you can see, uh, other than maybe the, the port city of Odessa, they control most of Ukraine's Black Sea ports, and this has dis disrupted uh, Ukrainian uh, grain. Ukraine uh, was a major supplier of grain in the world, and they export grain all around the world. And, and a lot of people are saying that this war in Ukraine 
is going to lead to, because they can no longer ship through the Black Sea because of the Russian Navy's got the Black Sea pretty much uh, under a blockade, um, and is also the war has disrupted farming and production. This is going to create a world food shortage, and it's already creating uh, instability in Sri Lanka, where the, the government, uh, people stormed the government palace, the presidential palace. Uh, it's also created uh, instability in Albania. As food prices go up, poorer countries can't afford the food prices. So this could slowly evolve into a world war if we're not careful, because this could create a domino effect where other countries get involved, other political instabilities happen, which we're already starting to see happen. So I don't know. The longer the uh, Ukraine-Russian war continues, the more it's going to create global instability because Ukraine is an important producer of grain, which is important for the world food supply. And so I don't know what's going to happen going on. If I were the Biden administration, I would try to push for peace talks. Yes, Putin is is a bad person. I don't like Putin starting this war. But at the same time, you got to think at the context of the whole world, do we really want this to slowly go into World War III? But it feels like we're slowly grinding, uh, slittering very slowly into World War III because this is creating instability in Albania, is creating instability in Sri Lanka, which is a country, to, uh, island, island nation, off the coast of India. And um, I don't know. I, I, I thought the war was going to end really quickly, but it has dragged on. Um, we're now five months into the war with no end in sight. So what's your opinion about that, Daniel? Mm, yeah, it is a cause for concern. And um, hmm. Let's see. When was this map updated last time? Oh, it was updated within the last 24 hours. You see here oh. on the on the July 27th. That's today. This is actually a live map. They're oh, constantly okay. updating it. This is Al Jazeera. Now I know it's uh, the nation of Qatar or it's state television in the Middle East, but I find it to be somewhat objective because you don't get the U.S. bias, you don't get the Russian bias like you on Russia today. So it's always good to get like a third party perspective. And this is more of a third party perspective. Um, but yeah, as you can see, Russia still, you know, has slowed down their offensive, but they're still attacking these circles area or recent conflicts within the last 24 hours of heavy fighting. Russia, uh, I saw a documentary the other day or a short news story the other day where I think it was a Ukrainian officer was being interviewed and he said that the, the Russian army out, outnumbers them in artillery like 10 to 1. And so they have a hard time even launching a counteroffensive because the Russians have so much more artillery than they do. And they're also heavily outnumbered by the Russians. The majority of the Ukrainian army is nothing but conscripts that are poorly trained. And so I don't know. This seems to be a slow war of attrition. And right now, Ukraine seems to be slowly losing it. But I'm worried about the global food instability that this is going to create 
and it's going to create more problems going forward and that we're going to slowly walk our way into World War III. And I just think it's stupid. I mean, you don't, I don't like what Russia's, the Russian army is doing. I don't like what Putin's doing, but you need to at least, the United States needs to open up a dialogue and communication with Russia so that we can de-escalate this to prevent World War III. I, I still worry that this could slither slowly into World War III. Anyway, so what's your take on that? What's your opinion on that? Well, uh, there's a rumor that uh, Biden, not Biden, yeah. What's his name? Is it Biden? No, Who no. Who are you talking no, about? Biden. Who are you talking about? The president of the United States? No, no, not, not Biden. I'm sorry. I, I'm confused here. Um, Putin? Putin, sorry, Putin. Yeah, they're, they're saying Putin has cancer now. Yeah, that's the rumor. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if that's true, I don't know what's going to happen if Putin were to die while he was in office. Who's going to take over? Uh, it'll definitely create chaos, political chaos in the Russian government, and it'll create a power vacuum. Maybe that will be what it takes to end this, but um, it's hard to say for sure. Uh, I, I worry about the global food instability more. This is creating a domino effect. Is more countries like in Africa and Eastern Europe and in Asia uh, have a harder time affording food? It's going to create more people, more angry mobs of people, more protests, more uh, disenfranchisement, more starvation, and more global misery. But anyway, we are out of time. Thank you for joining me. This has been The World is a Mess, and I just want the Steampunk at episode 72, July 27, 2022. I'm your host, Steampunk Star Raisin, and I'm here with my co-host, Daniel Burdison, in uh, Bellwood, Ontario, Canada. And you have a nice day, and I will see you 25 billion years. I will. <laughs>